Shalom, this is Pastor Sam from Northern California with Parsha Perusal, and welcome. Good to have you with us today. Uh, we're going to be looking at Parsha Korach, Korach, found in number 16. We're going to be looking at number 16, one, uh, verses 1 through 11 today. And, um, you know, this is a, a really, it, it's kind of a sad portion, but it's a, a very good portion in the sense of really learning uh, something from this. And so let's pray before we get started. Father, I just pray right now that as we look at this Torah portion um, this today, that you will guide us, you will give us understanding by your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit, and that we will learn from this and, and learn from the example, uh, in this case, a bad example, um, and, and a good example as well, of um, learn how we need to come before you. And Lord, you are holy, and you are serious about um, your holiness, you're serious about, you know, your nature, who you are, but you also love us. And so, Father, as we read through this today, uh, we just ask once again that you will give us knowledge and understanding from your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit. All right, let's go ahead and look at this uh, passage. And what's exciting to me is this is a passage that really uh, reveals some things about um, the nature of God. Unfortunately, also reveals some things about the nature of man. And um, I don't know uh, what situation you're in. You might be in a job situation, uh, you know, a nine to five kind of job, or you might be, you know, working in in a in a congregation, a synagogue, or a church. Um, Wherever you are, at some time, at some point in your work experience, there will be politics. There will be people who uh, are very ambitious and they want uh, positions of authority. They want power over other people. Um, we're in in this Torah portion. We're dealing with something like that today, or in as we talk today. Um, I know I've been in situations, job situations, where politics has come into play, and in church situations or congregation, synagogue situations, where politics has also been there. And wherever there's politics, there's usually jealousy, there's ambition, people wanting positions that other people have. And that's basically um, what we're going to be talking about today. So let's look at numbers. 16, starting in verse 1, it says, Now Korah, the son of Itzar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, with Dathan and uh, Ab Abiram, Abram, the sons of Eliab, and uh, On, the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took men. Uh, and they rose up before Moses and some of the children of Israel, 250 leaders of the congregation, representatives of the congregation, men of renown. So these are men who have power. These are men who have influence. Uh, they gather all these men together and they come up against Moses and Aaron. They, verse 3, they, and they gathered together against Moses and Aaron and said to them, you take too much upon yourselves, for all the congregation is holy, 
every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? So when Moses heard it, he fell on his face. Interesting response, isn't it? And he spoke to Korah and all his company, saying, Tomorrow morning the Lord will show who is his and who is holy, and will cause him to come near to him. That one whom he chooses, he will cause to come near to him. Do this. Take censers, Korah and all your company, put fire in them and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord chooses is the Holy One. You take too much upon yourselves, you sons of Levi. Then Moses said to Korah, Hear now, you sons of Levi. It is a small thing to you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the work of the tabernacle of the Lord, and to stand before the congregation to serve him. And that he has brought you near to himself, you and all your brethren, the sons of Levi, with you. And are you seeking the priesthood also? Therefore you and all your company are gathered together against the Lord. And what is Aaron that you complain against him? Now we're going to stop there. Now uh, we'll talk about the outcome of this, uh, you know, this confrontation. But one of the, some of the things I just wanted to talk about is Moses uh, had been set up by God. Moses and Aaron had been given the authority by God to be the leaders of the people of Israel. Um, that does not mean that Moses was better than Korah and all of their people or that Aaron was better. It had to do with God's ordination, God's choice. God chose Moses, God chose Aaron, and he empowered them, and they were his spokesmen. And I find this interesting because um, Korah, uh, you know, he comes to Moses and Aaron and he says, you take too much upon yourselves. You, you think of yourself too highly is basically what he's saying. You're, you've taken on too much authority. And then he goes on to say, for all the congregation is set apart, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? Now, we know in this fallen uh, world and where man has a sin nature, that uh, when it comes to um, a congregation or a church or a group of people who are following the Lord, there, there needs to be a leader. Um, God, God establishes leaders. He's the one that establishes them. He's the one that established Moses and Aaron. And, um, and yet they're being challenged here. And what Korah is, is saying basically is that everybody is holy. You know, why do you think you're better than everybody else? And notice Moses's response. And this is such a good response. He fell on his face. Uh, Moses was a very, very humble man. Instead of arguing with Korah, instead of trying to, you know, convince everybody that he should be the leader or, or get angry and all of that, he just fell on his face, fell on his face before the Lord, fell on his face before uh, Korah and, and the company that was there. And just showing his commitment, just showing his commitment to God and also showing his humility. And so it goes on to say, And as he spoke to Korah and all his company, saying, 
tomorrow morning the Lord the Lord will show. So after he had fallen on his face before God, he says, tomorrow morning the Lord will show who is his and who is holy and will cause him to come near to him. That one whom he chooses, he will cause to come near to him. So what he's basically saying is, you know, okay, so I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm going to just bring this all before the Lord. Let's bring it before the Lord and let the Lord decide. That's what Moses does. That's what he chooses to do in this situation. And let me say this, that is the best thing he could have done. Because instead of claiming his own holiness or claiming that he was somehow better than everybody else, instead he is saying, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not better. Uh, but, but the Lord chose me to lead this group, this people. And so he put it in the Lord's hands. Moses was willing to take the, the chance, so to speak, that the Lord may actually agree with Korah, but he knew he wouldn't, but he humbled himself. And so he let the Lord deal with it. And so he tells Korah, he says, take censers, Korah, and all your company, put fire in them, put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord chooses is the one set apart. He is the Holy One. You, he's, now he says something back, he says, you take too much upon yourselves, you sons of Levi. Then Moses said to Korah, hear now, you sons of Levi. Is it a small thing to you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the work of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to serve him? So what he's asking Korah, he's, like, he's saying, you know, God chose you to stand before him, to take care of the tabernacle of the Lord, to stand before the congregation, to serve them. He chose you to do this. Isn't that enough for you? Why are you asking for more? Why are you wanting to take more upon yourself? That's what Moses approaches Korah with. Is it a small thing? Are you saying, wow, this is, you know, we, we don't want to do the work of the tabernacle anymore. It's not important enough for us. And that's, that was Korah's attitude, because instead of being content with where the Lord had put him and what he was doing, he was desiring Moses and Aaron's place. And that he has brought you near to himself, you and all your brethren, the sons of Levi with you. And are you seeking the priesthood also? In other words, God has brought you to himself, you and all your brethren, you get to be in the presence of the Lord, and now you're seeking also the priesthood? You know, so Moses is confronting them about their ambition in this. And then he says, therefore, you and all your company are gathered together against the Lord. And what is Aaron that you complain against him? Why are you complaining against him? Are you, are you basically saying that the one that God has chosen to be the high priest is not important enough? He's not good enough for that position, but you're better? So Moses prepares them. Now, at that point, they had an opportunity to repent of their attitude. They could have repented, but they go on and they bring their censors before the Lord the next day. And if we go on into this chapter, we find out that uh, the ground opens up and swallows Korah and, and the, other, the other ones that were with him, them and all their families. And as far as the 250 men that came with censors, they are consumed by fire. They're completely gone. But the censers are still there, and God says, gather the censers, and they use the bronze from that censer to cover the, the altar uh, um, outside of the tabernacle. You know, so 
God deals with them. He confirms that Moses and Aaron are the ones that he has chosen, and um, it's it becomes very clear. Um, we need to be careful. We need to be careful about our attitudes, our attitudes of jealousy, our attitudes of wanting, uh, you know, our ambition of wanting places of position, wanting to be recognized. Um, that is not something that the Lord um, is very happy with when we come to him in a prideful attitude. And we basically say that the ones that he has, uh, you know, set in, in a place of authority are uh, not, you know, we're better than them or we think we could do a better job. Um, you know, Cora found out the hard way. We don't want to come before the Lord with that kind of attitude. If you feel yourself being jealous of people who God has called or whatever, you know, it's a good thing to uh, ask forgiveness for that and make sure you have the right attitude before the Lord. Each one of us struggles with this sometimes. So just, just an encouragement, just an encouragement for you to really, um, you know, really thank the Lord for the for the position, for what he's given you to do, even if it's something, you know, seemingly mundane, but the Lord has given you to do. Be faithful. If we're faithful in the little things, he will give us greater things. That's that's the way it is in the kingdom. As we are faithful, he expands our responsibility. He expands our authority. But we have to be willing to be faithful in those small things first. Anyways, um, I hope you have a great day. Uh, it's been wonderful once again to be with you. Remember not to be rebellious, not to be, uh, you know, not to be ambitious in, in the wrong way, presumptuous. Uh, you know, when we come before the Lord, but to be grateful and thankful and trust him. And I'll tell you what, just for the, you know, just the amount of responsibility that the Lord has uh, given me as far as, you know, his grace, um, you really don't want to take on leadership if the Lord hasn't called you to take on leadership, because uh, it's not, it's not as fun as it may seem from the outside. There's a lot of things that happen there's a lot of responsibility, just like it says in the New Testament. Not many of you should be teachers because teachers are held to a higher responsibility. All right. Well, have a great uh, day. And let's close with the Aaronic blessing. Vsm lecha shalom. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach, Sar HaShalom, the name of Jesus, our Prince of Peace. Amen.